Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Now. now, now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three, three. with Jess. Number three. It is a purple Thursday. The Ravens will host Cincinnati Bengals for some Thursday night football. Rapper Big Boy from the legendary hip-hop duo Outkast is set to perform at halftime. So the team is going to wear their all-black uniforms, and the Ravens are also encouraging fans to do the same. All the Ravens fans attending the game tonight, you're going to receive an LED wristband that actually syncs up to the stadium music throughout the night, including Big Boy's halftime performance. So that's going to be really fun. The Ravens host the Bengals tonight at 8.15 p.m. Number two. So with Thanksgiving officially one week away, yes, it is literally one week away, a recent poll found how many sweets and treats people are going to be eating this holiday season. The average person in Maryland will eat 26 cookies, 25 pieces of candy, 13 slices of cake, 12 pieces of pie, I'm not done, 13 brownies, and 13 cupcakes over the holidays. I don't know about you, but that kind of made me feel a little sick even saying that. But I don't feel sick when I'm eating this stuff because I look forward to all of the sweets for the holiday season. The poll also looked at the most popular holiday flavors. And obviously, pumpkin spice made the list. But shockingly, it's not that popular. It actually only ranked fifth place. Gingerbread is our all-time favorite holiday flavor. Then it's salted caramel, peppermint, maple, then pumpkin spice, chai, and cinnamon. Also, bourbon was on that list. I didn't know bourbon would be considered a favorite holiday flavor. I will say, though, as far as like my favorite holiday treats I look forward to for the season are those white chocolate covered Oreos. I'm just, I'm waiting. I'm I'm gonna hold off at least until December because I know I will probably eat 26 of them, but I'm ready. Number three. The Friends cast issued a joint statement after Matthew Perry's death and haven't said anything since. But earlier this week, Matt LeBlanc and Courtney Cox broke their silence, each posting their own tributes. And now for the first time since Matthew's passing last month, Jennifer Aniston is now speaking out. Aniston's Instagram tribute included a scene of the duo during the sitcom's 2004 series finale when their characters Rachel and Chandler say goodbye. And in the caption, she wrote, quote, Being able to really sit in this grief allows you to feel the moments of joy and gratitude for having loved someone that deep. Oh my gosh, that makes me want to cry. Um, That part really hit me because I don't know about you, but when someone from your favorite TV show or like your favorite actor or singer passes away, it not only makes you go through 
that loss because obviously they've meant so much to you throughout your life for whatever reason that is, right? But it takes you back to personal loss that you've experienced in your life. At least that's what it does for me and has been doing for me this last month because I am a massive Friends fan. And I just think that grief is such a complicated journey. And I say journey because I honestly don't think it's something that ever ends. But I loved how Jennifer Aniston described it, that when you sit in it, though it may be heavy and painful, the magnitude of that pain is the direct result of the magnitude of joy you felt from that love, which I think is just the most beautiful thing. And for my fellow Friends fans, I thought this was really sweet. She closed her post by saying, I talk to you every day. Sometimes I can almost hear you saying, could you be any crazier? This is Jess and that's your top three. Y'all, this woman's baby literally shot out of her. Shot out of her. Within 40 seconds. That's all the time it took for this woman to deliver. This is a crazy story that we've got to bring some attention to today. And you know by the music where this happened, right? The great state of Pennsylvania. Our neighbors to the north, which our observation from the last couple of years of living here is like... These news stories get so bizarre. Yeah. The second you step into Pennsylvania, like mm-hmm. Maryland, we have our problems. Okay. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, no, we're yo. not trying to say that we don't have stuff going on over here because we definitely do. But PA so cray cray is always said with love because we love our neighbors in PA. We have so many listeners that listen to the show that are from PA, but very weird, bizarre things happen up there. All right. Here's your Thursday edition of P.A. So Cray Cray. This woman's name is Sienna Gonzalez. She lives in Philly. And she has done what some are calling the impossible by effortlessly giving birth to a baby in less than 40 seconds. Wow. She had what they call the Ferguson reflex happen to her. And what, I'll, what is I'll, that? I'll have her explain, actually, from her point of view, mm-hmm. what actually went down. Uh, and then I'll explain the phenomenon of what it actually is. Here's, here's Sienna. My baby shot out completely involuntary. I did not have to push him out. What? He came out on his own. Oh. I was standing up while I was giving birth, so I also feel like... <gasps> Just me being in that position and the way that gravity works, it was also just pulling him down. So I feel like there was a lot of factors involved as to why I didn't have to push. 40 seconds. Who caught him? 40, I know that I don't know. That, that, apparently, so that, she does have a video of this happening on her Instagram if you want to go look her up. Uh-huh. Uh, I did not watch it. So I've seen women pull out their babies. Sure. Like I've seen that happen. Yeah. But never like that the baby flew out Jessica, literally. by himself. Pew! Came right out that bad boy like it was nothing. So let me explain this Ferguson reflex. And this is going to be a little bit of science here. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's, you know, we have such a big nursing community here. If I butcher this, sorry. So basically it's like when you say the Ferguson reflex, the baby literally expels the body without pushing whatsoever. It's literally like like a rocket, if you will. That's a dream. So this happens when the mother gets an amplified hit of oxytocin. That triggers this contraction that like dilates the cervix pretty much instantly and pushes, and the, baby pushes the baby right out. How do we get this oxytocin? Thank you. So experts say it's more likely to happen when the mom feels safe and supported in the situation and ah. that nurses and other procedures may actually hinder that reflex when you're in a hospital setting. This happens more often for mothers to get home and or or give birth at home. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I'm telling you, how crazy would that be, y'all? And I don't know how long you were in labor. You gave birth for it. Can you imagine? My mom was in labor for over 20 hours. This baby just popped right out. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's a real thing. And you know exactly where it happened. 
happened. It happened in Pennsylvania, and it's why they had their very own segment on this show called PA So Cray Cray. There is a very popular, actually number one song that contains lyrics that are complete gibberish that probably for years you've sat here wondering, like, I wonder what language this is. Because you know how you do that and like, a song comes on and you start like kind of humming along to it and you never know like the real lyrics to it. Or maybe yeah, it's like, a different language yeah. and so you're like, I'm not quite sure what they're saying. Y'all, this song is gibberish. This is not any language. It's ever been translated in the history of time, but it's a number one song. And we'll talk about it today in our Throwback Thursday segment, okay? We're just going to go back, y'all. Look back at previous years here in Maryland, the number one song on today, the 16th of November. And just kind of have fun with it, right? And then I'll take you to that moment in pop culture history and be like, wait, what? That wasn't even a real word? The hell have we been singing this whole time? Uh, 2015, today, the number one song in uh, would have been Adele and Hello. Hello from the other side. So many names. You already crying? No, I thought no. you were crying. I was like, wait. No, so many memes from that. Like, oh, yeah. hello, it's me. Bro, she, she owned over. this. Yeah. She owned this. Now she had a Vegas residency. She's one of those artists. I'm not a big concert person, but I'd love to go to an Adele show. I think she's somebody that, you, awesome. that you would want to see. I, I could handle I could probably handle it. I think so. 2009, this guy he didn't even know what TikTok was. Wasn't even in like the, the gleam of any of our eyes. Jason Derulo had the number one song of What'd You Say? Is he still big on time? I've been on TikTok in a couple months. Yeah. Is he still, Jason Derulo he's still on there? Still doing his this yeah. yeah, he's still doing his it's thing. Like, you have an attitude about it. Why? I just, no, it's fine. I think, you know, I don't. I don't know. You say it's like you have beef with him. Jason Derulo. I, I think maybe because this was like prime, like high school for me. So he was like everywhere. Yeah. Jason Derulo. Yeah, and I felt like every single song that I heard on the radio was like Jason Derulo. And I was like, I know what your name is, sir. I know what it is. Let's relax. Thanks for the reminder. Let's relax. 1994 today, the number one song in Maryland would have been uh, Boys to Men and I'll Make Love to You. Which I would argue you could bring out today and like would still work. Like, who's a popular like RB artist nowadays? Like, I don't know. Like, wait, what? Uh, Victoria Monet? Sure, sure. Put the song out today by any of them, and I feel like it still translates. I, I think making oh. love is universal. No, universal. <laughs> no, but but I also feel I'm, like a song that so many singers want to use to showcase their voice because true. that's who boys to men are. They are vocalists. Any idea what song was complete gibberish? I don't. What's annoying though is I feel like there's so many like this. Well, though. there are, but this is funny because I just never realized this. You may not have realized this either. It was 1983 this week when Lionel Richie's All Night Long. <gasps> oh, what? Actually went number one. Okay, so let's just. You're uh, lying. What? It's gibberish in that song. I love that song. Thanks for asking, Jess. Set me up great. So there are words that actually do make sense in this word. Oh, in this song, right? <laughs> yes. No, that, that obviously makes sense. Like, uh, Karamu is Swahili. Oh, so Karamu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fiesta. Another, another word. You know what? But I'm going to take you to the part of this song. Where he completely made it up. He literally said he made this up. He said, I made it up on the spot and I thought it sounded good. Good for him. So keep in mind, he's like speaking all these different languages. Yeah. And then he just starts vibing. And he's like, who's going to know? They're going to know. <laughs> and who's nobody's going to know? know Listen to this. This is completely made up. No, this is no language. Just just complete gibberish. <laughs> completely made up in his head. I love it. I love this song. Like, literally. I'm not even mad about it. It still makes me want to, like, move my... You want to vibe for a second? Just gonna have a party. 
Number one song, by the way. Today, back in Maryland, 1983, y'all. And y'all been singing gibberish for years and had no idea. And that is your Throwback Thursday for today. One of your neighbors has gone viral. I don't know if you've seen this video yet or not. Here's the headline. A husband made a Taylor Swift jar to charge his Swifty wife every time she mentions the singer or Travis Kelsey. She is from Anne Arundel County. She is on with us now. Hi, Dana. Hi there. How did this whole thing start? How did we get here to where you've now become viral? (laughs) Uh, Well, I went to the concert with my two nieces in Philly, and then this movie came out for her birthday. took her friends. And the next day we were just talking about it. And my husband very quietly started rooting around the kitchen. That's why I pulled out the camera because I thought he was making something for the birthday. So he was doing this behind your back. So you're just living your normal life talking about Taylor and possibly Travis. And you hear some commotion in the kitchen and you don't even know this, but he's actually creating a jar. And it wasn't behind my back. It was directly in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) He's asking where the Sharpie is and do I have any scotch tape? He also pulled out the roll of quarters, slapped it on the counter, looked at me and said, all right, here's how it's going to work. I can't take it any longer. Any mention of Taylor Swift, you have to put 25 cents in there. And Travis Kelsey is included. (laughs) Obviously, we had good fun and it's a huge laugh and it's clearly a joke. And the world is full of horror right now. And this is just a little bit of fluff and a little bit of fun. I mean, how much do you feel like you were talking about, Taylor? Do you feel like it was an excessive amount now in Uh, hindsight? Yeah, probably. From the artistry to the lyricism to the movie alone. Yeah. This idea that she went around the studios and created a deal directly with the distributor. Exactly. It's just the whole thing is fascinating. So you mentioned that you're a new Swifty. So like you just didn't have anyone else to talk to her about? (laughs) I got to tell you, uh, we're empty nesters and that's a whole other transition. Okay. My kids are no longer in the house. So it's just me and him and that poor guy. He's got to put up with me. I have to say I'm a massive Swifty. I girl, anytime you want to talk about her, you call me and I will literally I will love to fangirl with you. (laughs) We're talking to Dana, one of your neighbors from Anne Arundel County, who is currently going viral right now for her uh, Taylor Swift jar that her husband made for her. Every time she mentions Taylor Swift, she's got to put a quarter in it. What has this whole internet fame thing been like for you? Well, that's the funny part is the commentary is this zany family wanted to go viral. There's no way I wanted to go viral. This, <laughs> I post a lot about my husband because I don't feel like suffering his humor by myself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I will put it out there. When I woke up, the, the video had only been posted a few hours and it was already over 14,000 views. That's when I knew You're like, that uh-oh. something had happened. That's and insane. I, the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift content, if you're interested in going viral, then make sure you include them. This interview alone, you probably said Taylor at least at least 50 times. Are this we keeping, doesn't count. Does this, this count? doesn't count. This is a free Taylor space when you're with me, girl. As long exactly. as you're not with, the, with your husband, it's okay. How long have you guys been together? Oh, my gosh. Uh, we met in second grade oh. at uh, Crofton elementary school and we've been together since uh crofton junior high school oh my god that's the sweetest thing i've ever heard (laughs) he's your travis kelsey (laughs) he is he is for sure so and i'm sure you know i grew up in anne arundel county and the one thing about going viral is even though you're connected with your friends you're really connected with those people that you know hold a space in your a chapter an era of your life Mm -hmm. and now it brings them back and you get to connect with them 
Well, it's a very cool story, and you're right. There's a lot of craziness going on in the world right now, and if, if, you're, if your silly little jar video just brought a smile to somebody's face. People like to know they're not alone in the world. Yeah. So maybe this is just a little bit of it. It's true. It's so sweet. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. The Wheel of Fortune is coming to Baltimore. Wheel of Fortune Live is making a stop at the Lyric next year on Sunday, March 3rd, 2024. So the game show has actually been adapted into a stage show, giving fans more access and more chances to win. And the guests are going to be randomly selected to go on stage so they feel like they're actually stepping into the game show itself. This sounds really cool. The live stage show is the only way you can have a chance to spin a replica of the iconic wheel. And these prizes are big. Some of them are listed uh, a trip to Paris. I saw a trip to Hawaii on there or even up to $10,000 in cash. So tickets actually go on sale this Friday, but pre-sale starts later this morning at 10 a.m. with the code SPIN24. Oh my gosh, this sounds like so much fun. I'm not going to play because you guys know I hate playing trivia games like always, but I want you to try and go and win so we can talk to you about you winning because this sounds really awesome. Number two. With Thanksgiving officially being one week away, Lyft has introduced new guidelines to help ensure on-time pickups for scheduled rides to the airport during this holiday season. So this is how it works. If a Lyft driver is more than 10 minutes late for a scheduled airport pickup, the company will give travelers $20 in Lyft cash. Now, if the riders are not matched with a new driver within 10 minutes, they'll receive a $50 gift card in Lyft cash. And then if passengers basically opt for another ride service like Uber or something because of the delay, they can actually request an additional $50 in Lyft cash, bringing that up to as much as $100 in Lyft cash compensation. And you can get more info at Lyft.com. Man, I love this because 
there has been times in the past when Garage Boy and I were traveling um, back home to California for the holidays. And for whatever reason, our ride would just drop and they would switch drivers. And just like the delay was not something that we accounted for in our schedule from when like we want to call a lift or something. And it totally messed up our schedule. So I love this. I love the accountability. And so definitely keep that in mind if you are traveling this holiday season. That's lift.com if you want more info. Also, by the way, BWI advises you to arrive early if you are traveling for Thanksgiving. So if you're going to the airport, get there at least two hours before for domestic and then three hours ahead of time for international flights. And of course, expect it to be very busy. Number three. The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree has officially arrived in New York City and crews are in the process of getting the 80 foot tall tree into place. And this is really awesome because we always have the Today Show on when we're in the studio. And if you're watching the Today Show, you can actually see all of them setting up in the background. It's so cool. The tree weighs 12 tons and the annual tree lighting ceremony is already all set. Kelly Clarkson will be hosting this year with special guest performances from Cher, Seth MacFarlane, Kiki Palmer, Barry Manilow, and more. The Christmas and Rockefeller Center two-hour special airs live on both NBC and Peacock on Wednesday, November 29th at 8 p.m. Oh my gosh, I don't know um, about you, but I have been seeing a couple of uh, viral videos of people posting the tree actually like on whatever truck it's on. What, whatever truck that can hold a 12-ton tree. It's on the back of it and it's driving through New York City and everybody's like cheering just because they're so excited to see the tree. And I remember going a couple of years ago when the tree was actually from Maryland and it's just the most magical thing on the planet. So I will definitely be watching the Christmas and Rockefeller Center event. This is Jess and that's your top three. You feel a little crazy doing something? I know, it's crazy, right? Need someone to be your more reasonable, mature, and even-tempered friend? Uh, that might be us. You're crazy. Um, maybe? Tell us everything and we'll enable you. Like good friends should. Or try and keep you from doing it. Yep, there we go. It's, it's, it's Talk Me Out of It. With Kramer and Jess on Mix 106.5. We've all been there before. You've got an idea in your head and you're like, man, this is this is crazy. You, you for sure know it's crazy, but you're just not sure if it's too crazy. Yeah. And that's what Talk Me Out of It's all about. Listeners reach out to us when they find themselves in a situation and they're thinking about making a decision that might be kind of insane, but sometimes it just works. You're just too scared to do it. Or sometimes it's actually insane and we need to talk you out of it. And we always promise you complete anonymity on this. We'll put you on a voice disguiser. We don't need your name, anything. So let me get him on. Hi, Anonymous. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So what's this idea going through your head? So I'm considering telling my wife that I cheated on her before we renew our vows. Oh, my God. We're coming up on our 20-year anniversary, and this happened probably 18 years ago, something along the line. Oh, so this, oh. This was right in the beginning. So oh, shortly wow. after you got married. Yeah. And now we're renewing our vows uh, two weekends from now, and... um we're having kind of a mini crisis at the moment. Mm-hmm. So why do you... Like, why now? Well, I guess, how deep of an affair are we talking about? It was about a year and a half. Oh, so it was big. It wasn't well, like you just cheated on her. Like, you were... Was this someone, like, was this a mutual friend? Like, does she know this yeah. woman? Like, what who happened? Was, who was this person? Somebody I worked with. I, I, I traveled a lot. I was just being idiotic. And, um, you know, my wife at that time lived out of state. We had kind of just met you know, and, and did her thing and then got married. And uh, it was just, there was a lot going on and I felt comfort in the person I was traveling with. And, uh, you know, all this time I'm just carrying the guilt. 
So that happened over 18 years ago now, and she has never known, and you've never said anything to her? No, no. Lately, I've been going to church and feeling a lot more guilty, and then you take in the renewals, and uh, I just don't know if I should tell her if it would help or hurt. Have you, was that the only affair you had? Have you been unfaithful in any way, shape, or form since then? No, no, that was it. You know, obviously we were, you know, young. It's 20 years ago, but that's it. Just that one yeah. year and a half long time. See, it was a long time. I can't just say it was a fling. It was, yeah, it, I mean, it was a full-on thing. That's a full-on relationship, yeah. Uh, it was basically like two lives. Yeah, I get it. Okay, this is a tough one. Uh, 410-583-1065. So Anonymous is saying, I had an affair. It was years ago now. But our 20-year anniversary is coming up. We're going to renew our vows. But now I'm kind of feeling guilty. Like, So now does he need to like come clean before he does this? Or is that just going to completely be wildly unnecessary? We tell him to go for it or do we talk him out of it? Jess? Um, and I feel like a lot of people will disagree with me. But I feel like you should tell her. Because, like you said, that you are renewing your vows and you're going to stand up there and ask her to make promises to you when when you're not being truthful and honest with yourself or to the person you want to spend the next 20 years with. And I feel like if you guys love each other and she's willing, maybe this is something that you need to work through and could potentially bring you closer. But I don't think that it's right for you to stand up there in front of her and say these words to her when actually they're lies if you don't tell her what happened. If it was me, I wouldn't say a word. And only out of respect to her. Does that make sense? It's not happening anymore. This was over a decade. This was almost damn uh, a lifetime ago. But you guys, but I guess... You're a different person now. Okay, yeah, but you're renewing your vows. But this almost makes me feel like you can brush everything you did behind you and have a clean start because I don't know what that's going to do to her. Could you imagine after renewing my vows to someone and finding out that they lied to me, I'd be like, who the hell are no, you then? No, I don't want I don't Mandy in Pikesville, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Mandy, so with this segment, we either tell the person to go for it or we talk them out of it. Which one? So I was really conflicted on this one, but I said do not tell her. And the reason I said that was I found out about two years ago that my grandfather had an affair when he was in his 40s. Mm-hmm. And he actually ended up having a child with this person. And he took that to the grave with him. And, I mean, we've I've, I now know her. She's my aunt now. And we've, we've like, formed a relationship. Right. Um, and I, and I, I think if there was a child in the mix, I would say, you know, obviously tell it. Because sure. I feel terrible for my aunt that she didn't have the, any relationship with us. Right. But if I think about the fact that there is, you know, there's, it's over, it's done. Had my grandfather told my grandmother... You know, I it would have broken up our whole family, and we we had such a. I've got so many great family memories. We always all used to get together as a family. I right. with my aunts and my cousins. Like my cousins are like my sisters. So by and, um, by saying something, okay. you know, like right now, it's like almost like kind of like what's what's the point? He went to his grave by knowing this, and and, and everybody's kind of living there. Abyss over here of just not even uh, oblivion is what I'm looking for, you know? 410-583-1065. Hey, Amy from Westminster, good morning. Hi, good morning. So, do we tell him to go for it or do we talk him out of it? I think you need to do whatever is necessary to get him to stop this. Wow. Oh, so why? Um, Because I've, I, I know how this turns out 
and it needs to be prevented to pre- like prevent what happened to me happen to them. And what happened? Um, and it's this is still really hard to talk about, but I cheated on my then husband mm-hmm. a few years ago, and I it was only one time, and I regretted it, and I was going to tell him, and then he had found out before I had a chance to tell him. Oh wow! And for Christmas, the whole family had gathered over, and I'm talking about not just immediate family, but extended family. Yeah. And he told everyone at Christmas dinner that I was cheating on him. In front, like, so you guys are sitting there, and he just exposes you in front of everyone. Yes, yes, he did. So, um, okay. To be fair, do you feel like? <laughs> Do you feel like you kind of got what was coming to you at that point, though? Like, if you're going to go out and have a day fair? I mean, it was also, I feel like, my story to tell and not anyone else's. Mm. I don't think that it was anyone else's business. You know, I mean, it is my marriage and not their marriage. So you, so, you don't like the So you, you just don't, don't like, like the, the way, way that it came out. Revealed, so. so, But, I mean, would you have told him, though, if you didn't get caught? I mean, yeah, I, I would have. Okay. But... Not in that way. I wouldn't have done it publicly. Like, that's a me thing that should be done on my turn. So you're saying if he doesn't do it now, Who knows he always has happen. to worry if it's going to come out yeah. later on. Okay, I see it. All right, thank you for that. Thank you. Hi, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. I think we should talk him out of it. It's going to destroy this woman, potentially, and he doesn't deserve to feel better about this. It's not going to make it better for her. But don't you think, okay, because let's, so let's imagine he doesn't say anything, and for whatever reason, she finds out later on. Don't you think that she might be like, you had a chance to tell me, like, before we renewed our vows and, and re-basically promised ourselves to each other, and then you didn't, and, like, had me stand there in front of you, make promises to you and all of our family and friends again, knowing what you did? No, I, I, I don't. I just don't think I would yeah, want to know. Same thing. It, it was, it was eighteen years ago. In, in the words, he's been a good husband. As you know, from what he says, he's been a good husband all these years. Yeah. Why destroy it now? So what? So an affair for a year and a half doesn't count because it was no, eighteen years ago. I don't think so. It's, it's like statute of limitation. Nobody can go to prison for some for a crime that happened more than ten years ago. It's like almost like the same thing. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't count, but I think that he needs to live with this for the rest of his life. He needs. To have the guilt that destroying her isn't helping her. Why do we need to upset her and destroy her life? He needs to live with this. Okay. 410-583-1065. Thank you for calling, by the way. Who else? This is Kevin in Westminster. All right. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Good morning, man. Go forward or talk him out of it. Talk him out of it. Point blank, talk him out of it, because if it was me, I wouldn't want to know. That's what I'm saying. Can we please hey. re- reference the 2002 popular song, I Don't Want to Know by Mario Winans? Okay, stop it. <laughs> we never, no one's referenced that man so long, but he said the wisest words. Stop. I don't want to know. If you're playing me, keep it on the low. I don't know. And those I rules don't. still apply. It doesn't sit right with me. Don't you agree, though? Don't you think it's like, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to know. Agree. All right. All right. So it happened, what, 18 years ago? 18 years yeah. ago. Why mess up? Like, she's going to be destruct. Yeah. Or destruct. Uh, or just all of them. All the D words. So. And then she's going to be second guessing everything. And then he's probably going to get a divorce. Yep. Another D word. Should yeah. they even be renewing their vows then? <laughs> like, why are yep. they going to renew their vows then? Well, they're renewing their vows because obviously they had a good marriage. 
That's what I'm saying. That's what she thought. Like, you got to take this all into account. And thank you, by the way, for calling and, and, and bringing that up. Because I think it is a good point. Like, everything else is so smooth around yeah, them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Anonymous. Yeah. Well, uh, how you, how you feeling? Sick to my stomach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm, I'm more confused yeah. than I was previously. So, I, I tell her, and she leaves me after 20 years. And then the flip side of that, right, is I already feel bad if I don't. I feel like I'm, I'm covering something up. You're always going to have to wonder if it's ever going to happen, like like ever going to come out. Right. I mean, that's that's what you live with once you have the affair, as you've known now. Not, I'm not trying to like make you feel bad, but you know it's almost like when you're hiding that, you've always got to be worried about when's it going to come out. Right. So, yeah, but if it comes out, I can't control the narrative. Yeah, yes. it's true. Well, here's how this segment works. I don't know if you've heard this before, but what we do is we always say, yeah. okay, we, we, we're just genuinely curious people, and we'd like to find out how these things turn out. So can you call us back at, like, Monday at 840? Because we don't want to get any of your information. We just have to rely on you to call us back because we're really just kind of curious, obviously, with your renewal coming up, yeah. what you're going to decide to do. Um. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Do you know what a pacifier is? Do you? A pacifier? I I think I can get that one right today. Okay. When it comes to babies, he's not the best. That's why he takes the triplet test with Kramer. <laughs> you literally have no faith in me, do you? I don't. But no, but you know what? That's okay because it's this is educational. It's educational. It, it's a bit of mockery. In a smidge of education. It's alarming, but we're here to educate and prepare you. <laughs> okay, explain the triplet test for those that have never heard. This is kind of new to the show. Yeah. So what is this? So Kramer's sister is literally days away from giving birth to triplets, her first babies ever. We're so excited for her. Uh, but we've also learned that like Kramer doesn't know anything about kids. Nothing. Uh, this is like the first time he's going to be around little ones ever. And so we have created a trivia game um, <laughs> to try and just get him ready. There's a li- just a little bit of teasing that happens in this that hurts my feelings, but it's okay. I, there's there's some learning to be done here, people. Learning to be done. Mm-hmm. So this is what J- Jess basically asked me questions that it feels like most people would know about babies. What's my success rate so far? Last time you got two out of five, so 40%. Oof. So we got to try and beat 40% this time. All right, question number one was? Question number one. Now this, now this is the question, okay? okay? What is a nickname for a pacifier. Oh, God. Because this is what is it's it going to be binky? called more. Is it a binky? It's a binky. Yo! Oh, there you go. So, <laughs> how do I know that? So I'm not even sure how I know that. So it'll either be called a binky or a passy. Why so they... no binky and passy. What, what, what is, how did binky even get in there? And why do I know that? I'm not know. even sure where that came from. I don't know. Okay, question number two. By the so way, I have 100, one right. 100% right so far. Don't get crazy. Okay, question number two. What's the term... For wrapping up a baby like a burrito. Because that's probably the most like. That has a name That's to like it? the most common version of like sure. the description of that process. Uh, burritoing. To burrito, to burrito a baby, I'm going to call it burritoing. Is that your actual that's answer? That's my actual answer. That's 100,000% wrong. So to wrap up a baby like a burrito is called swaddle. So Damn have it. you seen kind of like um, people, you no, know, I know exactly like, what you're talking like about, like overlapping the cloth to kind of like make them feel closed and it kind of like calms them down. That's what they did to Jesus, too. That's called swaddling. OK, or burritoing. I think most moms would say you want to burrito your kid. No, no one's Same. ever said that before. Okay. So that's wrong. 50 percent. We're doing it. We're OK. We're OK. No, you're no, you only got one right. You're not one a, right. One wrong. That's 50 percent right. OK. Question number three. 
What are you supposed to do immediately after you feed the baby? So let's take a break. Go grab a beer. (laughs) So after your sister. Have a glass of wine, sis. You do good. So after your sister feeds the baby and she needs a second, just like a breather, and you take your niece or nephew from her, what are you going to do with your niece or nephew immediately after she just fed them? Play Nintendo. Show it to me. That's wrong. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) No, no, no. That's wrong. (laughs) That was a cluster. You're gonna what do you, you're gonna burp the baby right after they get every fed. time every time you immediately burp the baby after they get fed. Why? What does that do? Why would you burp? I feel like that wouldn't be a normal thing to do. What are you talking about? That would not feel enjoyable to me if someone's gonna no. burp me right after I ate. You have to burp the no, babies because they're I, like filled with gas and stuff like oh, that. Oh, filled with gas. You know what I mean? Okay, no, but <laughs> let's continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, uh, question number four. What's the? This is easy. What's the name of the object that you hang over a crib? So when the baby's like laying down, bassinet, like as a, as a, bassinet, a, baby. No, 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 that's wrong. Wait, wait. No. Stop giving yourself the winning things. You're not winning anything. You're wrong. The bassinet. The bassinet is what they're in. I'm talking about the object that's oh, hanging over their that crib. Was the bassinet. No. Like, sometimes it's oh, like oh, a distraction. Oh, a mobile. A mobile. You're still wrong. Come on. You got the first answer wrong, one. but you can get a point five. Because you said bassinet, so you were wrong on that. But I'll give you a half a point because, yes, it is called a mobile. That's fine. All right, one more. Okay, last question. Ready? What's the type of pillow mothers use to support her and the baby when she's breastfeeding? So you need to know this term because a lot of the time she'll be like, like, hey, Steven, can you go grab grab me the blank pillow? And you need to know what this is. The booby pillow. Show it to me. I'm not going to laugh at that. (laughs) No, that's wrong. It's not called a booby pillow. What is it? It's called Yo. It's called a boppy pillow. Now Bro, listen. Hang on. Let me describe this to you. No, because no one's gonna she I'm telling you right now, your sister's not gonna laugh if you say booby pillow. She's booby, not gonna laugh. Booby boppy, it's the same thing. So the boppy pillow, sometimes there's a couple of different shapes, but if it's like a U shape, it's what she puts around the top area for the baby to lay there. And then depending on what size they are, sometimes you can lay the baby like up against the boppy pillow when they can hold their heads up to where they can kind of sit up a little bit. We but it's called that. the boppy pillow. So you got the same score, <laughs> two out of five, 40% at least. So there's no progress, but at least there's consistency. And I think that's something to celebrate here and do not call it the booby pillow. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey! 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 